Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I am Veronica Peretti, and this is my weekly rundown of what's going on up in the heavens so that you can harness that power of the planets and uh, really activate your life here on Earth. So I am coming to you live on Facebook and Instagram, as always. And if you ever miss this live, know that you can uh, get this as a podcast. So after we wrap up, I always um, put us on... Uh, I record us, I put it on a podcast, it lives on Facebook forever, it lives on YouTube, it's pretty much everywhere, and it's always on my website under the blog tab. So you can find me no matter uh, what happens digitally. Okay, so we've got a lot happening this week. There's a lot of change afoot. I know many of you are asking me about Mercury retrograde because of course everybody gets really interested in what's happening with that. Um, so here's the deal. Mercury retrograde is coming soon. It's going to be coming, um, on Halloween. So come Halloween, we're going to have Mercury retrograde happening. Now, what happens when Mercury retrogrades, and I'll just give you a little bit of an update on this in case you haven't heard this explanation from me before. So imagine you are on the highway and you are driving and the car to either side of you starts to drive slower. So even though you haven't changed the speed you're going at, you're still going 65, This person maybe is now going 55, so it looks like they're moving backward, even though they're not. That's what's happening. When Mercury is retrograde, the planet doesn't actually get up and move around and go the other way. Because of the speed that the planet is moving and the speed that we're moving, it appears that Mercury is going retrograde. And astrologers have found that there are some patterns to what happens when planets go retrograde. And one of the things that happens when Mercury, which rules communication and the mind, um, when they when Mercury goes retrograde, it happens to mess with anything that has to do with our communication and anything that has to do with our mind. So you also have to look at the sign that Mercury is in when it goes retrograde. So Mercury will be in Scorpio for the duration this time. Sometimes he'll move into a sign, then move back into the previous sign, and then back into that new sign again. This time, luckily or not, depending on how you look at it, Mercury will be retrograde in Scorpio for the duration. Now Mercury is already in Scorpio, and we are already experiencing some feeling of Mercury retrograde because it's what we call a shadow period. So we call the shadow period before and after. It's the degrees that Mercury will come back to visit. So right now we're getting a little preview of what Mercury retrograde is going to feel like because it's traveling through the degrees that he's going to come back and revisit. And one of the things you can think of when you think about Mercury retrograde is it's really like an opportunity to look over your work, to double check your work. It's an opportunity to go back and review that stuff. So whatever's coming up now, you're going to be asked to review once we're in the retrograde period. 
So pay attention to what the universe is pointing out to you now. Pay attention to the emotions that are coming up. Now, Mercury retrograde will be um, in Scorpio. So Scorpio is a water sign. And Scorpio is really an interesting water sign because we don't necessarily think of... um, water signs as being super focused, you know, focus and passion. Those are things that we usually attribute to fire signs. But Scorpio originally was ruled by Mars before Pluto was discovered. So you can think of Scorpio as being co-ruled by Mars and Pluto. And so it has, it's more fiery, more passionate than, than Cancer and Pisces. And when we have a lot of Scorpio, which we are going to have this week and for a few weeks, um, you know, it can make us really focused, which is welcomed for many of us. And it can also make us a little bit um, passionate to the point of obsession. So if you have been dealing with a breakup, if you have been, you know, Uh, warring with someone at work, if you've got some emotion-driven thing going on, you have to be really careful because Mercury in retrograde in Scorpio can make you obsess mentally. And you don't want to obsess mentally because, you know, it's just not that healthy. And it will Unfortunately, it's using focus in a way that's not productive for you because you want to be able to use that focus that comes with Scorpio. Um, You want to be able to use that focus for the things in your life that you want to be focused on, for the things that you want to put energy into, for the things that are productive for you. So the other thing about um, Scorpio is that it really plunges into the depths of our psyche. So while we might um, attribute Pisces to the things like the spirit realm, the things that we may not even know are going on, the subconscious realm, Scorpio, it really is about the, the traumas and the heartaches that we have buried deep down. Um, sometimes that stuff can come up when we have Scorpio season and it's an opportunity to use this time to sift through that, work through it, and get to the other side of it so that it doesn't come up again. This is the time of year for that. And it's not, um, you know, it's not uh, lost on me that here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are in, we are going into the darkest time of the year. So, When we experience uh, the longest day of the year, it's in December. So this is really that build up to that darkness. So if you are feeling like, you know, Halloween is this year, Halloween's during Scorpio, Halloween's this time of year rather, and it's during Scorpio season. And that makes perfect sense because Scorpio loves to be in the depths of emotion and also loves the darkness. It loves the ghosts and the ghouls and all of that fun stuff or fun for some of us. Um, you know, all of that stuff, haunted houses, hanging out in cemeteries, all of that Halloween stuff you did as a kid is very Scorpio. So, um, being mindful that this is a time that the universe is inviting us to look at the parts of ourselves that are in the darkness. So that might be um, a little bit fun, you know, having a seance, pulling out the Ouija board. It might be 
a little bit deeper. It might be like, I was saw someone I hadn't seen in a while and she said she had gone to a past life regression workshop last weekend. And I said, oh my God, it's so great. I would love to hear about it. And she told me a little bit about the um, person who was facilitating it. And I thought, oh my gosh, so it's so Scorpio, right? We have Mercury, we have Venus and Scorpio. We're heading into Scorpio season. That desire to connect with um, people that may have left us, that desire to connect with the deeper part of ourselves that um, we don't necessarily make space and time for every day. And sometimes it's the place where we're scared to go, the desire to go to the places, the depths of your soul that you're scared to touch. Scorpio is inviting us to do all of those things. So with Mercury and Scorpio, our mind is going to be in those places. One more caveat. Once again, I'm going to repeat it because it's worth repeating. If you've got emotional stuff going on right now, please find a way to cope with it, work with it, talk to someone because you do not want to be um, spending this Mercury retrograde obsessing. You want to use this time to heal. You want to use this time to work through the stuff. You want to use this time to reflect, review, and um, make the changes you want to make so that you can go forward and be better, you know, stronger, more empowered. And when we obsess over the things that we can't change, or we obsess over the things that are in the past that we really need to move on from, it is disempowering. So it was interesting today, I pulled a card from my favorite deck. Um, this is my favorite deck. It's backwards because, well, it's backwards for you guys, but um, it's the Wisdom of the Oracle from Colette Baron reed And I love, 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 love this deck. And I've been using it a lot lately. And um, I keep pulling the card that's here and now, and I keep pulling it in the upside down position, which is the protection message. And it keeps saying, um, that when we are stuck in the past or the future, we're giving up our power, which is only found in the present moment. Scorpio rules not only all the things we just talked about, you know, the secrets, the darkness, the, the underworld, all of that stuff. It also rules um, our power. So Mars and Pluto are the two planets in the in the in the sky that really help us align with our power. Right now, Pluto is in Capricorn. He is gearing up to meet up with Saturn in January. We've been talking about it a ton, and we will continue to talk about it until, through January. But, um, you know, we are restructuring our life in some way, shape, or form right now. And Pluto is inviting us to step into our power. This Scorpio season that comes every year is an opportunity to reevaluate our relationship to power and how we give up our power and how maybe we take other people's power. We really have to align. We have to look at that too. You know, we are in some aspects of our life, we may feel powerless. In some aspects of our life, we may be powerful. And we have to make sure that we are treating, we are being clear in witnessing ourselves in both those places. And, um, you know, Mars is in Libra. It's always about finding the fairness, finding the, the equal ground. So let me get into this week where I'll just keep talking about Scorpio because I really do love Scorpio. I'm an Aries and I feel like I'm a very Marsy Aries person and I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart too. So I really love Scorpio and I really love Scorpio people and you get really into it. <laughs> so 
I'm going to stop myself and keep moving on. Okay, so we're in the shadow period for Mercury retrograde. We're going into Scorpio season. So Wednesday, the sun is going to move into Scorpio. We already have Venus and Mercury there. So we've already been feeling the Scorpio vibes. We're going to feel it even more on Wednesday, okay? There's another big thing that's happening in the sky, and I want to address that. So we are going to be moving through the week, and I'll go through the days of the week with you in a moment so you can stay tuned to what you need to pay attention to. But on Sunday, we're going to have the new moon in Scorpio. This new moon is going to be very intense, and it's going to be very... um, It's going to be very interesting. I'm interested to see what happens. You know, expect the unexpected because the new moon is going to be opposing Uranus in Taurus. So I think that um, don't be surprised if you're surprised. That's what I would say about Uranus always, but especially with a new moon opposing Uranus um, of the same degree. So it's really a perfect opposition. So that doesn't happen every new moon, as you know, many of you know. So I really pay attention to this new moon on Sunday. It's going to be coming at 11.38 p.m. If you are one of my Essential Astrology members, I will have your exclusive new moon Essential Astrocast posted probably on Saturday. So you want to make sure that you check in with that and... Um, I will give you the rundown of what's going on with the new moon. I will also give you the rundown of the lunar cycle, what to expect for the month following the new moon. If you would like that, come on over to um, my website, veronicapretti.com slash membership, and you're going to join my membership. It's hosted on a platform called Patreon, which is really awesome. It helps creators like me get paid for their content. And I give you guys lots of good stuff. You get the new, you can pay $10 and just get the new moon astrocast. You can pay $25 a month and you'll get the new moon astrocast and a live full moon workshop with me every single month, which means that you come, you bring your um, chart with you. You bring your astrology questions. You see me, we're face to face on video and you'll be with a couple, a few other women and we'll, you know, um, unless some men join, we only have women right now and um, we'll dig into our charts and find out where the lunar cycle is activating our charts. So if you're interested in more, that membership is available to you. Back to the astrology of the week. Um, The new moon will be a juicy one. Make sure you join the membership so you got the the deets on that. But also along with that new moon, we're going to be having Mars square Saturn. So earlier in the day, the new moon comes very at the very end of the day. Early in the day at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time, always Eastern time. I'm in New York City, so make sure you remember that. You have to do the the math to make it work for wherever you are. Um, So 10.30 a.m. Sunday, Mars is going to square Saturn. So when Mars squares Saturn, this is a really interesting aspect that I've been waiting for. So we've had all of these personal planets squaring Saturn and Pluto. Mars squaring Saturn is... We're going to be feeling it all week as we move toward it, okay? And so when Mars squares Saturn, it is it feels like you are driving the car, but you forgot to turn the parking brake off. That's what it feels like. It feels like you want to move forward. You want to, you're putting the pedal to the metal, but you're not going as fast as you think you should be. And it's because that parking brake is on. Saturn is the parking brake. Saturn is saying, 
hold up. And it's not saying hold up because it's just a rock in your shoe being annoying. Saturn is saying hold up because it's looking out for your best interest. It's helping you by giving you um, the power of restraint. So a lot of the time, especially we talked about Scorpio can be a little of obsessive. You know, Mars likes to be impulsive. Um, with all of that energy, we're going to want, I mean, last week I felt it last week I was feeling restless and I wanted to take action, but it was like, I didn't even know where to take action. And I told you guys, I was like, wait, don't take the action. There's going to be more information coming out. And so I really had to be like, bite my tongue. Don't take action. Let the information come to me. And that worked in my favor. And now this Mars square Saturn is more of that energy. Like, I know you want to take action. Do the work that you can do. You know, keep plotting away day by day. But don't necessarily take the big action that might not work out in your favor. Because Saturn is really saying show restraint. Show restraint. We still have more information flowing in. We still have more stuff that we're learning, especially with Mercury retrograde coming. So I'm not saying don't take action. I'm not saying don't live your life. I'm not saying don't do your work. I'm saying if there's some impulsive thing that you want to do, if you're feeling restless in some part of your life, and there's a little voice inside of you that says, hmm, I don't know if it's a good idea to text that person. I don't know if it's a good idea for me to uh, jump on that plane uh, irrationally. If there's a little part of you that says, hold back, listen to that, because that's Saturn. That's the parking brake allowing you to tap into that restraint. And, you know, Saturn is really here to show us the lessons of responsibility. Saturn is really here to, to, to help us be grown-ups. That's why when you have your Saturn return at about 29 years old, you are there's something that happens in your life that thrusts you into adulthood because that's Saturn role. Saturn's role in our world is to teach us the responsibility of being grown-ups, okay? So it's not a bad thing. It's not a fun thing, but it's not a bad thing. Okay, so those are the big things going on this week. I'm going to run through the re week really fast for you guys. Today, we have a, we had a quarter moon. So we had this morning, quarter moon in Cancer, the last quarter of the lunar cycle. If you want to learn more about the lunar cycle, come on over and join the membership, veronicapretty.com slash membership. And um, that's really what it's about. We learn about how to use the lunar cycle to set our intentions and activate our life. Um, the last quarter of the moon is always about going inward. So as the moon is waning, as it gets to be smaller and smaller and smaller each night in the sky, we move further and further and further inward up to the new moon. So you really want to use this week to reflect Give yourself plenty of time to be alone. Give yourself plenty of time to um, rest and find renewal, rejuvenate. Um, you know, if 
going to yoga is something that does that for you, great. Taking, doing a float therapy, if that's for you, if it's going to the pool, if it's getting to the gym, whatever it is that rejuvenates you, you want to do this week, whatever gives you opportunity to um, be with your thoughts, sift through and process some stuff. You want to do that whenever, whenever we have that last week leading up to the new moon, that last uh, quarter of the moon cycle, we always want to go inward. And this week is a really nice week for that because Scorpio is, we're, mo- we're leading up to that new moon in Scorpio and Scorpio has a lot of that inward directed energy to it. So it's a particularly nice time to give yourself some space to be alone. Um, Okay, so today we've got the moon in Leo. So it moved into Leo and it's squaring the sun, obviously. Well, it was squaring the sun when it was in Cancer. And it's also squaring Uranus. So, you know, we're going to have that new moon in Uranus um, on Sunday. But the moon squaring Uranus today is also giving us an opportunity to look at something through a new lens. So is there something going on in your life that you can reframe? So with my coaching clients, I always say, how can we reframe this? So how can you reframe this to be something positive, to be something that helps you, to be something motivating, to be something that um, is the universe working for you, not against you? And again, same with that Mars, Saturn and square. It's easy to feel like that is the universe working against you and not and holding you back, but it's really the universe conspiring in your favor. So remember that. Um, Venus is also trining Neptune today. So we might have a feeling of wanting to escape. And that's not a bad thing. You know, if you can escape in your work, if you can go to meditation, if you can, you know, for me, I, this sounds really weird, but my moon is in Virgo. And for me doing housework is like a total escape. So I took today to be a gentle Monday and I did all the laundry in the house. And like for me folding the laundry and, um, you know, having housewives on in the background is like the ultimate escape. I know that sounds really weird, but so whatever, whatever is escapist for you, as long as it's not hurting you or hurting anyone else, totally. Okay. Dive in. Um, Tomorrow, the moon's going to still be in Leo and it's going to be squaring Venus in Scorpio. So this is a day where that kind of obsessive thing can come up, especially in your romantic relationships. So you want to show some restraint. Take a nod from Saturn tomorrow. Um, we're also going to be having a square Mercury, uh, moon square Mercury um, early Wednesday morning. So like very early. So really more like... Tuesday night going into Wednesday. Um, so when the moon is in Leo, we tend to be a little bit more, uh, self-focused, less other focused. Um, so you might be like wanting to blurt out what you need and not necessarily taking into consideration what the other person needs. So Tuesday, Wednesday, not my favorite days for having a serious conversation about your relationship. Unless, you know, unless, you know, you really need to uh, express what you need and you haven't been doing that. If you haven't been doing that, then that's a great day to have a conversation and really let it rip about what you need. Um, Anyway, so uh, Wednesday, we had the sun moving into Scorpio. We talked a lot about Scorpio season, so you're prepared for that. We're going to have a long void moon that day. So 
the moon is going to be void, of course, from 5.14 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., and then it's going to go into Virgo. So the moon will move from Leo to Virgo that day. So that's Wednesday. Sun goes into Scorpio, super long void moon. You don't want to launch something on a, a void moon. It's a great day to do the laundry, do your emails, basic work, um, keep everything humming and moving forward, but like no big launches, no big exciting never done this before, I'm going to do it today kind of thing. Um, Thursday, the moon is going to pose Neptune. You could feel a little bit out of it. When the moon opposes Neptune, we can feel a little bit dreamy. That, that sense of wanting to escape that I mentioned, that could really come up on Thursday. So you really want to find ways to do that that are healthy and that benefit you. Um, the moon is also going to trine Saturn. So the weird thing is while you have this sense of wanting to escape, you also have the sense of wanting to do something productive. So if like me, folding laundry is something that makes you feel like you're escaping, then by all means, great day to do it. Um, otherwise, you might want to escape in your work. So if you can put your headphones on and ignore the outside world and get to doing your work, then Thursday is a great day for that. Um, and then Friday, we've got the moon void, of course, again, for like almost the whole day. So Wednesday and Friday this week, I really recommend that you take it a little bit easier. Don't pile a lot of stuff on your schedule for Thursday and Friday, or for Wednesday and Friday this week. Friday, the moon is going to be void, of course, from 9 a.m. to 4.20 p.m. At 4.20, it'll move into Libra. Um, and then we're also going to have Venus uh, sextiling Pluto at that time. So you may have remembered a little while ago, I think it was two astrocasts ago, I talked about Venus squaring Pluto. Now she's sextiling Pluto. So that is going to be like whatever came up, whatever friction came up in the relationship, um, whether that's a friendship, business partnership, romantic relationship, husband, wife, whatever, family relationship, whatever friction came up when Venus, squ when Venus squared Pluto, now with Venus sextile Pluto, we'll have an opportunity to work on it together and not necessarily um, be at odds, but be uh, working together and finding some common grounds and finding some um, healthy ways to make some change happen. Um, that is Friday. So Saturday, the moon conjuncts Mars and the moon squares Saturn. That's going to make us really feel this Mars square Saturn that's happening on Sunday. That'll be the lead up. Sometimes with Mars, you really feel the lead up more than you feel the what we call the applying versus the um, separating aspect. So the lead up to the aspect is a little bit more powerful when Mars is involved. Um, and the, the saying goodbye to the aspect is a little less powerful with Mars. So we're really going to feel it, especially on Saturday when the moon is, t is talking to Mars in conjunction and squaring Saturn. It's going to be like, you're definitely going to be feeling that restraint. You're going to definitely be feeling that parking brake, that stuck. You're putting, you're putting your, your foot on the gas and it's just not going. And you're like, why am I not going faster? You might feel that frustration and restlessness on Saturday, and you really have to remember this is the universe conspiring in your favor, okay? Um, Sunday, the uh, Mars square Saturn happens at 10.30 a.m. So while I'm talking about how you might feel restrained, it's also good to remember that you will also feel productive and and 
inspired to work hard. Mars and Saturn, whenever they come together in any aspect, want to work hard and get things done. So use that energy, but don't be frustrated if things aren't going fast. I hope that makes sense. And then last but not least is that new moon, very late, 11.38 p.m. on Sunday. So again, if you want to learn more about the new moon, you're going to come over to veronicapretty.com slash membership and sign up for the membership hosted on Patreon. And then you will get my new moon essential astrocast. So that's all I've got for you this week. Um, I think the number one thing for you to remember is that the astrology and the universe is always conspiring in your favor. So try to reframe what maybe you're not so happy with and see if you can reframe it to be something that is working for you, not against you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will see you back here next Monday unless I talk to you for the new moon if you're in the membership. Um, and last but not least, if you are you know, going through some stuff right now or you're feeling this energy or you want to know more about how this energy is interacting with your personal chart, you can always book a reading with me. Just go to my website and um, it's veronicapretty.com slash astrology. And um, you can just book it right there. And I have my times up for you. And the other thing is if you listen to this as a podcast, I would love for you to rate and review the podcast that other people can find this broadcast and find this work and, and have it help them um, just like it's helping you. And I send you lots of love and good vibes for a wonderful week.